We're, we're here. We're live. It's a live show. Whoa, we're live. Good. I was going to say good morning. Good evening. How are you? I'm great. How good afternoon, you? actually. It's not quite evening. How's, yeah, um, it's 5.30. Eh, it's not evening. 6 o'clock is evening. Okay. So hope you're doing okay. Hope everybody out there is doing okay. It's been a, an eventful week. Mm. It's a 5.30 show. It starts. It's the What Would Jeff Do show with the wonderful Joel. I'm Jeff Gelman. It's a Q&A show. Yep. People ask questions and you read them and I give them answers. You answer them. And most of the questions are are pretty much, you know, how to stop stuff. I think everyone's struggling with how to stop unwanted behaviors. Yeah. So I think that a lot of the questions will be, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? And I think it's important that people understand in order to stop an unwanted behavior, um, you have to learn how to apply a punisher. And the big thing about that is that term has been hijacked to mean abuse when it's actually the farthest thing um, from abuse. It's actually just the opposite of a reward. Mm -hmm. You know, the proper application of a punisher or a correction or call it whatever you want, it's um, literally just no and then the consequence. Just like you would say yes and the reward. And so a lot of the questions that people ask are definitely going to be surrounded by, you know, how do I stop unwanted behaviors? And comments are not coming up. There we go. Must have, must have been a delay. Um, so I think it's important that people understand that whole concept. Now, there's something called Top Chat on YouTube. Some people like to do Top Chat. And it, it, it gets you to the top of the queue, but you do not have to pay to play. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Um we also do something called Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars. In fact, you just put a great little post up today of an upcoming one we have in Chicago. Yep. So the next two are Chicago and then Elkhart, Indiana. And um, I think that's it for the summer. Yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely slowing down in the summer because we're working on some projects. Mm -hmm. But we're also doing a Leash Reactivity Workshop every month. Um, June, still some spots available. July. Here in Providence. Yeah. So our Leash Reactivity Workshop, it's a four-hour workshop. And... Nothing against the reactive rovers, but they go on for weeks and weeks and weeks. They kick out a lot of the people because the dog is too reactive. And um, they put you behind walls. And meanwhile, we've got 15 to 20 dogs in the class. And literally within, I would say, 15 minutes, they're all calmed they down. They come in hot, too. They come in really hot. They come in really hot. And, you know, one of the things that a lot of folks are always saying is how, you know, we get a lot of criticism. I get a lot of criticism for what I do, but it's like, anytime you want to play in my sandbox, come on down, come on down. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. When you got 15 dogs trying to kill each other and you walk into the, the belly of the beast and you're in charge of keeping all the dogs and humans safe and you can get control of that room. There's people that struggle getting control of their one dog. Try getting control of 15 dogs at once. <laughs> But all and if instead of bite you and in, instead of criticizing color. Jeff, maybe you should actually shut your pie hole and actually learn, mm -hmm. um, because that's what people that are actually attending are doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then we have the training center. I was just gonna say that what I forgot we, to mention our wonderful training. What center. What are you gonna say about it? We have a beautiful facility. You might as well here. practice because your podcast is coming out soon. We do board and trains. Yep. We work with everything from happy go lucky puppies to yep. dogs that want to rip your face off. That's great. We do it all. When's your podcast? Because I just announced it on on your your. I'm your, not your doing a page. podcast yet. Okay. And if I do, it's not going to be live. It'll be pre-recorded. Right. Okay. 
and then maybe I just do a mini podcast where I just go on a rant for 15 minutes. Okay. But it's not going to be live. Okay. I don't know of too many people who do live podcasts besides you. Podcasting doesn't have to be live. No. But a lot of podcasting is 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 recorded. Recorded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just more about the format of it. The format of it. You know. So. All right. So, Joelle, jump right in and ask away. Okay. And Joelle's going to be looking at a different monitor today. So, she might be like going back and forth. This is honestly so much easier for me to read. Okay. Instead of looking across. So okay. Well, then I'll look, at, I'll look at my own screen. Good for my eyes. Yes. Good. Um, Travis says, what do you think about the videos of dogs snarling and growling at the owner who is brushing their teeth or brushing them? So, I think, you know, believe it or not, some owners actually train their dogs to do that. And there's no ill intent involved. But... To me, I would muzzle those dogs up. And he brushes teeth with a muzzle. Oh, for brushing the teeth. I said brushing. brushing them out. No. Um, I would stop that. I'm not a big fan of that because, um, but some dogs like growl on cue, but I think you're talking about something different. Yeah. I think you're talking about dogs that don't like to be, have eardrops put in, have their eye goop cleaned out, their teeth brushed, their nails cut. Correct. Um, grooming. Um, I think... You know, other than brushing the teeth, you should you should uh, um, definitely muzzle those dogs up. Um, but you can you can correct it. You absolutely can correct all of that stuff. And you'll hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, then the dog will have a negative association with like whatever." And it's like the dog already has a negative association with it. That's why it's snarling and and and, and nipping. So I think that it's I think it's important that that folks understand that you won't make it worse. Like we're, we're not seeing it make it worse. Yeah. Like we're not seeing it. We, you know, we have to apply meds to dogs. We brush out dogs. We don't brush dogs teeth at all. No. Um, but we have to do a lot of, you know, things that are invasive and we don't, we don't put up with any of that nonsense. Next. $10 top chat from Jamie. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Hi, J&J. Einstein still doing well, not pulling me down in parking lots any longer. Heat wave here. So outside work is cut down. Do you have a refresher option for seminar attendees that are local to you? Um, I mean, you couldn't come in for um, the leash reactivity. A lot of people come in for the leash reactivity workshop. Um, and even if their dog's doing well, having your dog around, you know, 15 dogs where a lot of them are out of control um, actually um, is a great refresher. Is a great refresher. Because then you'll, you'll really see how well the training is kicking in. Yeah. It's more intense than my normal weekend seminar because the dogs are strictly there for leash reactivity. Mm. Ashley said, good evening, guys. Hey, Ashley. How hey, are Ashley. you? Jeffrey. Hey, J&J. Hope you both are well. Hey, hey Jeffrey. Jeffrey. How are you? It was great to see you. Jeffrey and I communicate strictly through sending memes to each other. I don't think we even text. We just send each other funny shit. <laughs> I think you do that with a lot of people, actually. <laughs> It's my love language. Yes. Like, don't make me say words to you. Just send me funny pictures. That's why I never get them because there's no love. <laughs> uh, Sally, love you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. Um, Denise, every time I see the word Denise, I think of Key and Peel. Have you guys seen that? Like where he says everyone's name's wrong. <laughs> He's like, Denise. <laughs> A.A. Ron. You guys know what I'm talking about? I don't even know if you've seen that video. It might be before your time. After your time. I was going to say, before my time. <laughs> it's too modern for you. Okay. Denise, Jeff, my GP, Anatolian, is doing so much better thanks to your advice. Good. She's five months old now, and the biting is so much better. Thank you so very much. Good. Well, let's, get the, awesome. let's get the biting to be over. So 
I think it's, you know, I think I went on a small rant about her, her Pyrenees Anatolian shepherd um, using its mouth. Yes. And I think that it's important. It was that, four months old then. Right. And you stop it and you stop it cold and you stop it firm and you have, um, and it's take no shits. Take no uh -oh. shits. So next. Um, Sunshine Canine Training. Hey guys, I've got a squirrely eight-month-old Weimariner that was fine putting collars on until yesterday. Mm. He whips his head away and it's a fight to even get a slip leash on, but won't do it if there's a leash on him. He's been with me for two weeks and shied away from the e-collar at first, but then would sit calmly. Now he thrashes in the kennel when I leash him up. So what I would do is this. I'd get a slip lead on the dog and I would practice leash. Well, hold on. She says, how do I stop him from doing this with no leash on? Right. So you're going to have to get a leash on somehow, and that might have to be forceful. And I would do a slip lead, just throw a slip lead over the dog's head like a lasso. And then I would get the dog close to you, put the dog up on a raised surface, and then I would start doing collar on, collar off, collar on, collar off, and you would do click and food. So you've got a clicker and food access, and then you've got a bonker access. So when the dog does something you like, you do clicker food. When the dog does something you don't want, you say no and you bonk. Now there's no gray areas. There's just, it's a very defined um, yes and a very defined no. And you're going to find that most of your stuff is yes. So you technically are turning, putting the collar on into a game. Do you want me to address that? No, no not yet. I know you want to because it's I killing really you. I really do. It's yes, killing I me. actually want you to sit here and continue on with the show. Okay. Michaela, hey, I haven't been here in a while. How do you deal with people who may harass your business or try to damage your name as a newer trainer? I'm having the issue and it's hard because you spend all your time building something you're passionate about for it to potentially be ruined. This is the first time this has happened and it's been a month and they're still going. Also, what are some good ways to network with other trainers? So there probably, there's... Well, my Patreon channel is a great way to network with like-minded, nice people. Right now, um, I'm probably going through more cancel culture in this industry than anybody else. And I will discuss it one day about what people are doing to make sure that I go out of business. It is at a astronomically high level where there's millions of people involved, and that's not an exaggeration. And they are hitting every category um, of my life. In fact, I almost posted something that was posted on um, my son's page today, but I figured that um, Joel would yell at me for, for putting it out there. Um, but the thing is, is what you do is you ban and delete them. You can report them for harassment, even though it will get you nowhere, nowhere. Mm. You can have the wrong, <clears throat> you can have the wrong type of hat on and get taken down from a social media platform. Fact. Fact. You can have a, a wrong hat on. It's red with lettering. And literally, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram will literally wipe your site off the face of the earth. But if somebody makes a threat towards you and you report it, nothing happens. Zero. If somebody makes a viral video bashing you and 10,000 people report it, nothing happens, zero. So what you do is this, knowing this, the best thing to do is to double down on your content and double down on your message. And the best fuck you is to keep putting out stuff, whether you're newer or not newer. That's the best advice I can give. Next. 
Hannah, hey y'all, been raising my dog based on everything I've learned on your channel. My problem is, is I have to correct the prong quite often on walks. Dog gets excitable and distracted, even with frequent corrections. Could it be the timing? It could be the timing, but I want you to do this. I want you to do watch our spatial pressure video, our spatial pressure video. You're probably also underwhelming the dog and you're probably correcting too late. Also, have you done your driveway drills and have you actually taught the dog in a quiet, sterile environment actually the right positioning that you actually want the dog? Also, make sure you're starting your dog off on the walk calmly. You can actually give a pre-walk punisher and that's by correcting for even the smallest infraction. Most people though correct underwhelmingly. They underwhelm their dogs. They nag, it's like nagging. Next. Um, Sam, my dog has a fear of my new hardwood floors. Coupled with objects in his path, I've tried all the positive reinforcing with treats and love, but he's not making any progress. Is there anything else that might help? There is a thousand things that might help. This is the thing. When a dog is in a fear state, first of all, love, what does love mean? So, Sam, no, I'm not, you're new to my channel. So, just to let you know, we train everything that we want with food. But it's important that you learn how to use compulsion. Compulsion is leash pressure. When a dog does not want to do something, and we're talking something simple. I'm not talking about climbing up a ladder. I'm talking about walking across a floor, a floor. I'm talking about walking up a staircase. You have to use force. You literally grab the leash put it up against your body and say, let's go and start walking and don't turn back. Keep walking. That's how you do it. It will look messy two or three times. And by the fourth time, the fifth time, maybe the sixth time, it'll look great. But it's the messy part that everybody shies away from. But this concept that, just remember, we train with food. We train with a classic positive reinforcement training, which most people actually do wrong, just to let you know. All right? They're actually rewarding the wrong behaviors. So we train with that. Love, I'm not quite sure where love comes into context in the dog training spectrum. You're training your dog because you love your dog. But using love, if anything, you're making your dog more nervous. And if you're meaning by love, you're like trying to encourage your dog with a loving voice, you're actually making it worse. You're actually making it worse. So it's important that people understand that they have to use compulsion, which is force. What would you do if there was a fire in the room behind your dog and the only way to exit the building was to get across the hardwood floor and your dog is too big or you are not strong enough to lift up your dog, what would you do? What would you do? You'll do it if there's a fire, but will you do it with non-fire and why not? Next. Nora, my boy still tends to get highly aroused at times. When he sees a rabbit or a particular dog, he's e-collar and prong trained. 
He can be awesome on some walks. The next day, maybe a nightmare. He's been corrected and bonked. Does bonking have to be repeated a few times? Sure. Sure. You could be underwhelming your dog. Most people don't bonk hard enough. Guys, like, like there's not, there's the only thing that's for certainty is death. You only usually die once. Eh, you can be brought back to life. You can die more than once. But you know what I'm talking about. So other than that, of course, that's like saying, can, you know, now obviously if a punisher is strong enough, you most likely will not get a repeat of the offense. You might get it six months down the road. So what do you do? You do it again. Look at us as humans. How many times do we, you know, break a diet? Okay. How many times do we like make a mistake? How many times, even though we're in couples therapy, still argue with our spouse? Mm -hmm. How many times do we start a project and don't continue with it and start it again? And we're expecting dogs to be perfect. So I think it's mm -hmm. important that we, we understand that you possibly are underwhelming your dog. There's actually an art to stopping an unwanted behavior. Next. Um, what are you looking at? I'm oh. trying to take notes. Oh, <laughs> about the show? Trying to learn here. Something else. I'm writing down timestamps of like good rants that you're going on. Oh. Um, Timothy, how long should an e-collar be on a dog during the day? Do you switch the position of it during the day or just change it daily? You can switch the position of it during the day. A lot of dogs though are very, very sensitive. Like some of your short breed dogs, you know, are, are, are very, very sensitive. Like, mm -hmm. You get a lot of your... We do ours every four hours right, here. Right, I mean, you get some of them. I'm just thinking, thinking like a lot of the white dogs. White pitties. White pitties. Sure. White mixes of dogs. A lot of them get like anything. Like even flat nylon cowers irritate them. So yeah. um, you got some dogs that are just allergic to a lot of stuff. So they do also make um, allergen-free um, contact points as well. Jamie said, thanks. You're welcome. The noble dogs, benefits of playing tug with an aggressive dog. Some people say it's imperative. That way the dog is able to have the aggressive release. What are your thoughts on tug? Well, it's not an aggressive release. Tug is not an aggressive game. Tug is just a game. So I wouldn't put tug, I wouldn't put playing tug in the aggression category at all. No. It's just a game. So... I think the bigger question is, do you know how to stop aggression? That's the bigger question. Because whoopty fucking do that your dog knows how to play tug. It's like it needs to know how to not be aggressive. But can, the question is also, can you play tug with a dog that you're rehabbing from aggression? Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. The question is, does tug make a dog aggressive? No, it doesn't. Because the game of tug, it has a start in an end right next point dexter park said much love much love to you point dexter park michelle hello from canada i puppy set a male four month old rescue from northern canada husky shepherd mix who started showing food guarding if my female five-year-old golden who may walk by golden is a therapy dog i feed them separately different rooms but wondered if there's anything i can start doing to help this pup he also bites me when he's anxious or overtired or isn't getting his way. Any advice as I would love to help the owner, first time dog owner with correcting these behaviors. Yeah. That's a multi-tiered question that probably mm. you need to, you need to do a one-on-one -on -one consult, but you just said that you feed them um, separately, but from your narrative, the dog, your dog walked in front of the other dog, which 
means that they're not being fed separately. So number one, this dog should be fed in its crate. Number one. Number two, how do you stop resource guarding? I've got a video on the out command. It stops resource guarding. Um, it's both a physical and a mental game. Um, there's the, the biting. You can use a bonker. I mean, there's so many different things. So, I mean, I don't know your skill set. You want to help the, the dog owner have a better you know, relationship with the dog. Do you know how to teach all your basic commands? Do you know how to stop small unwanted behaviors? I don't know. I don't know what your skill set is. So, um, but there's there's thousands of videos out there that can help them. There's this podcast that can help them. Um, there's our one-on-ones that can help them. Um, uh, how old was the puppy again? Um, it's four months old. It's four months old. So a lot of this is just, it's unacceptable, but it's puppy behavior. I, I would start teaching it how to, number one, it should be in a crate. Um, when it's eating, it should be in a crate overnight. It should be a crate when it's left unattended. And it absolutely should be stopped cold from resource guarding, which we can do in about one second. Next. I love when our, when our audience understands like what I'm talking about. And I was like, if one of y'all says some silly ass name, this whole class is going to feel my wrath. <laughs> Dude, the episode is hilarious. I love Key and Peele. Morgan says, watch the Key and Peele Continental Breakfast skit. <laughs> I want to watch it tonight. I forgot about Key and Peele. I haven't watched them in a while. Lisa, have a highly hyper-focused dog. So when she's in attack mode, can't get her out of it. This happens with people outside the house as well as most dogs. She is a shepherd three years, very protective of my husband. That's a problem. Mm. So your dog is resource guarding your husband. Now I own shepherds. I've owned many shepherds. I know their character traits. The thing is nobody's pop. For all I know people are trying to hurt your husband, but I'm going to, I'm going to say most people are not being hurt that own shepherds are not being harmed by people. So your dog is not allowed to display that character traits because what's going to happen is your dog's going to bite a relative that goes up to your husband and shakes its hand or gives your husband a hug. Your dog's going to bite one of the nieces, nephews, grandkids, the husband, the, 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 the dog is going to bite the Amazon delivery person that's handing the package to your husband. So you definitely need, I've got a out away from human protocol that you can watch a video on. Also recognize that this is classic resource guarding and there's a lot of other stuff you can do. Is this dog have any training? First of all, you have to correct this issue. But then on the flip side, you have an obligation as a German Shepherd owner to have a level of training where this dog is, you know, it doesn't have to be off-leash trained, but it's got great public access training. It absolutely knows how to walk politely on a leash. It knows all of its commands with high levels of distraction, not just sit for a cookie, but literally you can do a downstay for two, three, four hours outside of a cafe. I mean, these are the, these are the basics that we want out of our dogs. And we get that out of these dogs here. Um, and it's not that difficult to do. It's not that difficult to do. It's not because we're dog trainers. Owners do it all the time by watching our free content. Next. Teresa, I have a male toy schnauzer that is two years old and he still feels the need to mark in the house. He is kennel trained and does not pee in the kennel, but when he's out, even after he's been outside to pee, he will come inside and pee. I keep a diaper around his waist. I don't want to have to keep doing that. Help. So what I would do is I'd set that dog up and I would correct that dog on a remote collar, extremely high for marking. Marking is a choice. It's not a housebreaking issue. It's a behavioral issue. Next. 
Rachel, hi guys. Just want to say hi from South Carolina. Charlotte and Owen have been helping with my training dogs. Nice. Owen is two and his favorite thing to do right now is to feed the dogs in their kennels. And Charlotte is four and is in charge of letting them all out in the morning. She makes sure they wait in their crates until she releases. Two great assistants. Hope you guys are doing well. Wow. Who's that? Be healed? Yes. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's all Charlotte is is four? How much was older than that? No. Last time we saw her, she was probably like two. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. She just found out that she was pregnant. Again? No, no, with this two-year-old. Oh, oh, no. I'm like, we're no, having no. another baby? No, with yeah. a two-year-old. She no. didn't tell anybody. Right, right, she right. Came, we it came out in conversation that mm. she was pregnant. Yeah. Like, literally, like, 12, 13 weeks pregnant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sobly. I feel like we're always the first to know when people are pregnant. <laughs> We are. We had some clients here who were like, my dog just started resource guarding me, but I think it's because I'm pregnant, but my family I wish my yet. I wish my high school experience was like And they're like, like so that. you can't put this on video? <laughs> like, oh, we're the first to know. It's like, they're my, so, I, so honored. I was always the last to know. <laughs> Saw blade. Hey, guys. Never had a problem dog, but started watching to clean up my next dog's training. Bit more paranoid since learning all the problems a dog can have. Thankfully, I found you guys just in case. You know, who's that? Sawblade so sawblade. So number kudos to you, number one. And I think this is it. You so you've got enough, you've got enough smarts to realize that just because you don't need us right yeah. now, other people do. Preventative. I like but it. other people do. And I think one of the issues is that everybody like this again, this concept of this uh, like just just look up Jeff Gelman dog abuse. You know, I encourage everybody to do that. And, and read the comments too, because they're pretty, pretty funny, but this concept of, you know, so we bonk a dog that's like loading on someone, you know, or about to attack another dog. Bonking is a standard operating procedure. It's done by thousands of dog trainers. And if anybody says, well, my dog trainer doesn't do that. I'm like, number one, they might be lying to you. Number two, fine. They don't do it, but thousands do literally thousands do millions of dog owners bonk their dogs. Grandma threw shit at your dog before you were born. Okay. Your fucking sperm, like up in your dad's, you know, uh, um, sperm, sperm sack. So the thing is, this Ew. is all these people that saying there's you should never hit your dog. First of all, hitting and bonking are two different things. But let's reverse that a little bit. You should never hit your dog. Bullshit. You should never hit your dog. I can give you a numerous reasons when you should hit your dog. If your dog was biting your kid, what would you do? I'd like. I'd like to know. As a responsible parent, what would somebody do? Hopefully that's the minimal you'll either hit or kick. And I'm not saying that's how we train obedience, but like you do realize there are dogs out there that bite children. You do realize there's are, there are off-leash dogs that actually attack your dog on a leash. There are dogs that people own that lunge at another dog and might connect with it. You do realize that. You do realize that when dogs are on walks and if they're so excited, they can't get to something, they can turn and latch on to their owner. It's called redirection. You do realize that, right? There are dogs out there that are not just dangerous dogs, but they're doing dangerous behavior. So this concept that, you know, these holy holier-than-thou beings that a dog is, is bullshit, they're animals, which doesn't mean you should go around beating the shit out of them. But let's be careful about how we give these, these ultimatums of you should never. 
you should never. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? I'd love to see your dog and what it does and how many dogs you've worked with. Because coming to our arena, that doesn't mean we're going around hitting our dogs. But it means that, like, these dogs do some extremely dangerous behaviors. They yeah. warrant extremely well thought out strategic protocols. Mm-hmm. Next. Um, Denise, I'm doing my best. She goes days without biting or misbehaving. It really helped that you came down on me and explained the breed to me. She was so cute at eight weeks. I'm learning every day. So what I always encourage people to do is this. We work with dog killers. We work with dogs that have put people in the hospital. Take that breed of dog. Look up puppy pictures, 12 to 14 week old puppy pictures of that breed. They're cute as fuck. Every aggressive dog that we have ever worked started out as a cute puppy. It's true. Next. Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy. Crixis, can you tell me at what age it is appropriate to tell my dog he's not my biological son? Crixis, did you just come on here to get a rise out of Jeff? So (laughs) if that dog was your biological son, number one, who's the father? And that's gross. Next. Teresa and is not fixed either. I think that's a mini schnauzer that's peeing all yeah, over the place. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if you fixed him, he still would mark. Yeah, I, you know, dogs that have been neutered and spayed still mark. Next. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabrina, dentist's wife friends shamed her for e-collar and prong on their giant schnauzer. She Wait, hold on. Go back. Dentist's, dentist's wife's, wife's friends. Huh? My dentist talks to me about dog training, so I can understand. But I'm just saying, the, when you're but, sitting in the chair and you hear these stories, but but the wife's friends, the like, dentist's wife, yes, her friends, her friends, yes, okay, shamed her for e collar and prong on their giant schnauzer. She didn't use them because she felt bad. Dog got run over and is dead. So much for getting intimidated. So number one, I would always ask the question: Why would you care? Why would you care? How about if they didn't like the color of your car? How about if they didn't like the way you dressed? How about if they didn't like the skin tone of your child? How about if they didn't like the way you choose to teach your child? How about if they didn't like a lot of things, the jewelry you were wearing? So number one, the issue is the people that made these comments are not nice people. So the real narrative is your dentist wife's friends are a bunch of fucking assholes. That's the, that's the headline. Next. Travis is littermate syndrome a thing in your experience? Yes, it is. Yeah. Next. Next. Sorry. Next. Okay. Jen. Hey guys. First, thank you for all the great info and videos you put out for free. It's definitely helped me with my pup. My three-year-old female shepherd gets overly aroused around other animals and people in the house. Yes. I have the mini educator, which has worked well as a punisher for many issues. But many times when I use the e-collar when she's excited, it just seems to hype her up more. Sure does. I've tried to apply the bonker, but I haven't had much luck. I'm not sure if it's timing. It's timing. Yeah. Anytime you're using a bonker, and a bonker is a rolled up towel. Somebody asked. A bonker, all it is, is a literally cotton towel folded in threes, rolled up, 
secured with two number 64 rubber bands. There's nothing in the middle of it at all. It's not a hard bone. It's not like, it is not the same as a newspaper. It is a rolled up towel. That's all it is. It is a soft cotton towel. There's a certain way to make it. There's a certain way to deploy it, which includes the amount of force you use and the timing you use it. And then you always have to say no before, because what you're really trying to do is make the word no powerful. That's what you're really trying to do is make the word no powerful. The issue is there's a huge segment of the dog training population that doesn't believe in the word no. It's not even a bonker. It's not even a bonker conversation. It's the, literally the word no. There was legislation up in Canada, I believe it was Vancouver, and they tried to pass legislation. Now, it didn't pass. The point is, it was up for vote that you couldn't say no to your dog. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, we, we're in the United States. We have got a host of fucking problems here. I've got friends in Canada, Montreal, Toronto. They've got a host of problems. I'm sure the rest of Canada does too. Not saying no to your dog should be the last thing you guys are voting on. Next. Um, Lisa said, wouldn't e-collar be effective at this point? That's for the shepherd that resource guards her husband. Yes, it would. But now the training needs to be understood. So keep in mind, the e-collar is a quick fix for counter surfing, getting in the trash, getting in the litter box, fence fighting. What else? Chasing a cat, killing chickens. Yeah. But for, for training, it actually takes time. It actually takes longer to train with a remote collar than it does with, a, with food. Why do you use a, use a remote collar then? Because it's good for distance. It goes through walls. It also helps state of mind. Next. Um, Daniela, when using the spatial pressure exercise, my nine-month-old sits right away and won't move. Thoughts? Go right ahead, Joelle. Just keep walking into it. But if it's really like planting itself, you would just put the dog on a long line and have somebody else help you. So you walk into the dog and they're popping the dog away. From behind. From right, behind. right, right. But this is the thing. If the dog sits and stops and you stop, Dog ain't moving. Keep moving. Just shuffle your feet. Yeah, right. shuffle. Yeah, literally move, move in, like walk into, don't walk over the dog, like as in like step over the dog, like literally like barrel your way into the dog. Dogs have no problem doing it to us. Okay, so barrel your way right into the dog. Next. Um, Morgan, do you teach leave it or just out? Dog is 12 weeks. Say that one more time. Do you teach leave it or out? We use the word out, but these are, remember, remember, words have no meaning until we give it something to mean. So the word banana is not a fruit. It is a word. It is a neutral word. So... You can use any word you want. You can say apricot, and that makes dogs do leave it. I can say apricot, and that means my dog spits out a ball. 
I can say apricot, and that means my dog does a downstay. Words are neutral. You decide. Next. Stacy, I got a four-year-old GSC last week to add to my pack, started training. And when I put her in a down, she rolls on her side. She'll also do that if I grab her collar. Is it an avoidance issue? How do I correct? So it was cute before you yeah. got there and the owners let the dog do That's it. That's a learned behavior. It's a very well-practiced learned behavior. Yeah. So what do you do? You can correct the dog back into a proper down. Next. Cyber Queen, I work at a dog daycare. We have issues with the dogs charging the doors when we go to get a dog or bring one in. Any advice? Tons of advice, but I'm not going to tell your doggy daycare what to do. And please do not go tell them Jeff Gelman said so because <laughs> That'll you, blow over well. you most likely will lose your job. Yeah. You even watch me. You even associate with me. So we, uh, what you do is you get yourself a stockyard whip. And if you don't know what a stockyard whip is, just Google it. G-O-O-G-L-E. It's a website. And you have somebody standing. You do this with one or two people. You have one person, okay? And they mind sweep. They do the mind sweep. And you're not hitting dogs. The the You're holding on to the stockyard whip, and it's down at a probably 45-degree angle towards the floor, and you are literally going you're back. You're creating space. Creating space. You're creating space. It's an extension of your arm. That's all you're doing is creating space. You're moving all these dogs away from you. If you have a couple of stu stubborn dogs, you can give them a quick pop. You're not going to hurt them. Don't worry. Okay. Quick pop. And then you walk to the dog in. Next. You probably, like, we have old socialization videos where we show how we use them. Yeah. They're in all our videos. Yep. Um, Aubrey, going on a cross-country road trip with my 16-month-old dog for the first time. Any recommendations on how to keep up with training away from home? Going from busy city to quieter rural states where the dog's training and reactivity management will regress when we return. It would only regress if you don't work the dog. Remember, you can still, even though the dog is reactive and you may not have dogs to work around, you can still hold, it. Just at, at every rest stop, run your dog through a host of commands. Sit, down place, load in the car, get out of the car, load in the car, down in the car, sit in the car, boom, 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 boom. Do not go to rest stop potty areas. They're disgusting. Okay. Um, bring portable water, bring a five gallon jug, be prepared to break down. Say you break down and you're in the middle of a hot climate. Do you have enough water to keep yourself and your dog alive? So make sure you've got a good survival kit. Next. Um, DC Casey, I've learned so much from your tips and videos. Thank you so much. Wish you were closer to Kansas City. I'd bring him in for training. So Fargo, North Dakota is probably the closest we'll be. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. And I also do one-on-one -on -one online consults and they are hugely successful. Next. Um, and Paratriz said, hey guys, this is the first time I've ever seen her do. What is bonking? Oh, well, thank you. I've been doing this for 20 years. Welcome. Um, welcome. Um, bonking is a, just you can go to my YouTube channel and look it up, but it is a soft cotton towel wrapped up and it's used as a punisher and it explains it fully. It's the, probably the best bad behavior stopper around. It's also great for stopping arousal. And it actually stops and prevents a lot of small as well as major, major like aggression behaviors. But there's an exact way to an exact way to use it. Next. Marlene, good night, Jeff. 
Good night. Sandra, a few months ago, I asked you about my dog wanting to eat our new bird. Your advice worked. He's no longer in a high anxiety state anymore and wanting to jump it. So thank you. You're welcome. So I might have recommended you bonk the dog. That's what I, there we go. There's a great example of, of, mm -hmm. of, uh, um, bonking. of bonking being effective. Um, next. Cynthia, today my dog barked, howled during this tornado siren while we were walking. Do you have any advice to stop him from doing that, whether inside or out? Yeah, you would correct it. So what's your correction of choice? Good leash pop. Also download the siren noise from YouTube and then proof it, you know, inside. You can proof it on a walk, you know, play whenever you want to. Next. Kristen, Madison, Wisconsin here. Hi, Jay and Jay. Hey, Madison, what's up? Hello. Um, Brittany, hi, guys. We have a foster who is pushy with affection. He sits calmly and appropriately until we give affection. Sometimes something as small as a pat on the head, he loses his mind and then he pushes too far. Crawls all over you, paws excessively and all around pushy. How do we teach him to appropriately take affection? Don't pet the damn dog. <laughs> so, <sighs> so you can correct all that. It sounds crazy because you're giving affection and then you have to tell your dog no. So, but you you there's two choices you have reward and punishment that's all you got for dog training is reward and punishment mm -hmm. some people say oh we'll stop giving the affection the dog is probably still gonna freaking do all the bullshit because not saying no is yes and jumping all over you is fun you're right it's your dog's having a great time self-reward so you've got to stop it yes um ali what's your opinion on neutering for behavioral changes <clears throat> make my great Pyrenees, but we're handling his behavior mod through prong and e-collar work instead and maybe breed him. Thanks. So I'm not seeing, okay. I'm sure a dog has changed its behavior after having an elective surgery. I'm not seeing it work. After 10,000 dogs, I've yet to meet a dog that changed because of surgery. How do I have this data from? Well, I have this data from 99.99% .99 of the dogs coming into me with anywhere from small to major behavioral issues have all been desexed. That's my body of evidence of 10,000 dogs. So, you know, if it, if a dog was be able to stop and like, what what behavior would a dog stop? Everyone always thinks it's going to stop marking. And aggression. And aggression. It's like the number you know, two things. And for some reason, I'm not seeing it. Has it ever? I'm sure there is a dog or some dogs out there that it has. I'm sure there is. But not more than training, not be more than behavior mod. Mm -hmm. And if it was that easy, I'd say snip them all. Next. Um, Morgan said, if it's the same, ignore me. Haven't watched the video in a long time. I'll leave it and out. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just a word. Um, Jen said, thank you. You're welcome. That's my left hand. I know. <laughs> Jesse, 14 week puppy jumps, licks and nips people that visit or say hi. I have her on prong. She gets aggravated when I grab her collar and make her sit. What do you suggest? Bonk the dog. No and bonk. Don't, you don't want her to sit. You want her to stop the jumping and nipping. No bonk. Next. 
Um, Julie, dog goes crazy when she sees any animal on TV, barks, grabs a toy, and violently shakes it, growling. <laughs> Damn. At least it's not grabbing your hand. True. So look at it that way. So bonk for that. This is my, see, guys, notice how my answer is bonk for that. That's not because I don't know other ways to stop it. See, this is, this is what it people, just works. This is what people have to understand. Yeah. It's like, well, can't you like, is that your answer for everything, Jeff? I'm like, when I say the bonker, which is a wrapped up cotton towel that costs a dollar thirty-two at Walmart that you can make in about 30 seconds to a minute in any single country in the world. Even the ones that have banned shock towers and banned prong towers and banned choke chains. And when you can say no, when your dog is doing something inappropriate, like barking at the TV, and you say no, and you strategically deploy, which is throw at the dog's head area, and it stops this behavior close to 100% of the time. Yeah. With minimal skill set, mm -hmm. minimal skill set. Literally, if your dog is doing this tonight, it would stop tonight. My 65-year-old mother bonks her dog. Right. If this, <laughs> if this, you can literally make one tonight, turn on Animal Planet, have it ready. As soon as the dog starts barking, say no, calmly stand up, deploy very firmly. You will not hurt your dog. All these videos and all this stuff about crushing in the dog's skull. Are you fucking serious? It's a goddamn cotton towel. If that's the case, every one of you that had a pillow fight growing up, you'd all be brain dead. Okay? Eyeballs popping out. Out. Are you serious? Eyeballs popping out? Maybe if you're like a Boston Terrier or a Frenchie, maybe but I doubt it. Even those dogs wouldn't like all this stuff out there. And it's like, why do we keep saying it? Why? Cause we want owners to not live with barking dogs, barking at the TV. And most trainers will give you this like long protocol to use. And I'm just like, fucking bonk your dog. Sorry. I want to watch my show. Mm -hmm. Is that so difficult? Like whatever happened, to, whatever happened to common sense, we've lost it. We've totally lost it. And for someone to compare that to abuse, abuse, you barking your head off when I'm watching my show, that's abusive to me. I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. It's not acceptable, which is the same thing as unacceptable. <laughs> and it's a pain in the ass. And like, just think about like, if you live in an apartment complex, I used to be a property manager. I was the run writing. You have 24 hours to get your dog to shut up or right. we're going to have to evict you. Right. Everybody else is affected by your barking dog. Right. Nobody wants it. But not only, not only that, you don't want it. No. And if you do, that's weird. Like, why would I want to listen to my dog barking while I'm watching TV? Well, I just turn up the volume. And your dog, <laughs> and your dog turns up the volume. How awful. But your dog will never stop next notice though because you keep talking about how much you're mentioning the bonker tonight no one has asked hey jeff how do i teach it down and you never are you're oh bonk it no no 
There's I wouldn't the difference say, between stopping a behavior and right. teaching a behavior. How do you teach it down? I would say get food with luring and leash pressure. And I've got videos on how to teach it down. It's a it's a it's a it's a process. And to proof it, it's a long process. To get a reliable down, to get a reliable down in front of you takes time. To get a reliable down at a distance takes time. To get a reliable down around distractions takes takes time. A lot of time. But to to get a reliable dog a, a down with a nervous, fearful dog takes a lot of time and yeah. skill set. But to bonk a dog, no matter if it's aggressive, fearful, nervous, or just being a dick, takes no time. Yeah. All yes. right, Julie. Dog goes crazy. Oh, I already read that. Melissa, fostering a seven-month golden retriever who I think pees for behavioral reasons. Literally will pee three times in an hour and a half. Have ruled out everything. It could be medically with the vet. Should I just keep her in a crate all the time? No. I mean, so if the dog doesn't have a UTI, I mean, it could be a nervous, fearful, anxious dog. It could be overly excited, overly aroused. It could be fearful. It could be, um, uh, could be, could be one of those. I think I would need a little bit more context about like when the dog is doing it and it's could be all at this point just a learned behavior too next Crixis said jeff and joelle beautiful people doing beautiful things thanks for all you do thank you Crixis, thank you so Crixis. Nice. could also be um marking next Julie, I have a seven-year rescue gst who's anxious when going into the house or a car previous owners would open the house door then open the car door and she would leap out of the car and into the house, slide across the floor into the crate, vice versa into the car. She does not go into the house calmly, really, really wants to get in. I try to wait until she's calm before letting her in, but it's a long process. No. What do you suggest? So you need to take charge of the situation. Yeah. You'll be you'll be out there waiting. Okay, you better bring a pillow and get some food delivery. Grubhub delivers till 4 a.m., I think. So I think what you need to do is you walk your dog on a leash slowly into the house. Next. Sandra, me again. The pandemic seems to have messed up all the training. I've been implementing cage time during the day again, even though we are home and really trying to stabilize a routine. Yep. What daily routine do you recommend? I feel like I don't have time to sit and dedicate my whole day to him, but I do feel like I'm yelling at him to get in place all day long. I hope that makes sense. It does make sense. So number one, your daily routine is your daily routine, but you should definitely make sure you're post-pandemic training your dog. And what the problem is that everybody's been spending too much time with their dog. If there people will be like, you, there's no such thing. I'm like, <coughs> yeah, there is. If it causes separation anxiety, it, it's, a, it's a major problem. So as far as yelling at your dog, the ironic thing is we correct dogs. We never yell at them. No, never. We don't yell at dogs. We don't yell at dogs. There's no need to. And yelling at your dog, actually, to me, is worse than bonking. I, I firmly believe so. I believe you can ruin a relationship by yelling, but I've never seen a relationship ruined by bonking no. properly. Um, and if you want to know how to do it properly, you watch my videos. Um, so I think the reason why your dog is breaking place because it has not been corrected for non-compliance of a known command. That's why. You're missing a punisher. Next. Stuart, advice on ignorant GSD cross Mally, 11 months old, not interested in attention, food, or toys, gets aggressive when you correct for bad behavior. So number one, I would um, use food to train the dog. 
Don't let it eat out of a food bowl. You're not starving the dog. You are feeding the dog, but you're using it for training. Um, it sounds like you've got a dog that's not handler aware. It also sounds like a dog that has never been held accountable for anything or been asked to do too much. That's why it's getting aggressive. When what was the last sentence? When it gets corrected for bad behavior. Right, exactly. So it does not have to take a correction. So right now, let's take a couple of steps back. It's also at that age of what, 11 months? Yes. Yeah. It's also at 11 months old, which isn't a surprise that a lot of aggression comes out. Um, because of the FU months. So what I would do is I would start by um, start at the beginning, teaching all your basics, doing standard food protocols on sit, on down, on place, on recall, get that dog to walk properly on a leash, muzzle up that dog when it needs to be corrected. Next. Thomas Baldwin said, you guys talk sense. Well done. Yeah, it's funny because Thomas, the same thing that you like about our talk pisses the hell out of people. Because, and this is the thing is like, I'm just putting into words what thousands of dog trainers are doing, but are won't say. Mm. They won't say. They'll they'll try to make it sound pretty. They'll but but or or they won't admit it which is even worse. It's highly unethical, highly unethical behavior. It's like, so you're lying to your clients is what you're doing. You're not being honest on how you fix stuff. I will tell you step-by-step step how to fix exactly what we're doing. That's why whenever anybody puts any stuff on our, on our, on our comment, I always delete it, but I'm like, tell me step-by-step step how you fix this. Mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you step-by-step step how we fix this. I can tell you step-by-step step how we fix every behavior that we have to deal with. But they can't even tell me how to stop jumping. You know, they'll say, teach it sit. Te teaching sit doesn't stop jumping. That's my test, by the way, just to see how ignorant and stupid somebody is as far as their dog training skills and where their head's at. How do you stop jumping? Teach sit. So you don't know how to stop jumping is what you're saying. I think you just take like the mystique out of dog training. Like, well, you're right. just like, this is what it is. Like, but, but I also, I also disclose the lies. It's like so many people are being told to teach sit to stop jumping. Teaching a behavior doesn't stop the jump. Like it doesn't stop jumping. The dog will still jump and no sit. That's like, how do I stop you from teaching, from speaking English, teach you French? You're still going to know English. And I'm going to default back to what's easiest. Right. Which is so, English. Right. So, and then jumping is self-rewarding. It's a reward-based behavior. So, so you have to make jumping suck. That's how you stop jumping. Next. Um, Sawblade Entertainment. My family had AKC dogs, so they didn't get fixed. And we were able to keep the dogs in line with bonking and prong collars. Then I was the first to start using e-collars. Whole pack of dogs at that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. People, people like people have to remember. It's like, I'm not the first one to do this shit at all. I'm not, I'm not unique other than my big mouth. That's it. But the reason why I talk about it so bluntly and so loudly is because so many people are struggling with their dogs. Yeah. They don't have the economics to hire a dog trainer, which, um, which is fine. Like people say, well, then you shouldn't own a dog. Yes, you should. Because, Frankly, you can do it yourself or they're not geographically close to a dog trainer that is capable of handling the situation. I mean, most dog trainers, yes, they can train stuff. 
most cannot stop stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm just going to keep talking until, and things are getting better, but I'll just keep going next. Jesse, I like the bonk idea, but I don't carry it around and she's been bonked. So when I have the bonker, she won't do any unwanted behavior, LOL. So you didn't put a strong enough no in. Make sure you say no beforehand. Jessica, will an e-caller help with the dog that is afraid of skateboards? I tried when they are far away to give him food, but he won't take the food. He'll be afraid. in flight mode. Right. Tried getting him to sniff one when they weren't on and he would get not close to it. He would hide under cars if he gets the chance to. Right. So if he's on a leash... He's on a leash. So this is what we do with fear. I got to do a, what would Jeff do, do? What would Jeff do goes deep on fear. Put the dog in place. The place command. Introduce a skateboard. Make sure the dog knows place. If the dog breaks place, you correct. You're not correcting the dog for being afraid. You're correcting the dog for breaking a known command. The dog will then will deal with the, the, the skateboard. How do I know that? We do it all the time successfully. That's why we have dogs that we have literally dogs that are afraid of tons of things and they learn how to deal with them. They learn how to deal with them. Mm -hmm. And you can't use a food-based protocol historically. If you can, the dog's not afraid of something. Fearful dogs don't take food. Next. Canine girl training. I've been bonking them, putting the towel back under my arm. Proper way to deploy it? Um, you can. You can. Um, that could be a good intermediary until you don't need it. Next. Christopher was talking to a trainer who has been in the business for 42 years about your bonking, and she agreed. It's effective for animals that have intense behavior issues. Call it light shock and all. Yep. Even if you talk to somebody that's not a professional trainer, they'll tell you it's great. So that's good to know. But so this is the thing, you know, who says that it's great people that do it and it works. That's who says it's great. Yeah. You know, who says it's not great people that have never done it before or people that tried it and it didn't work because they did it wrong. But the thing is so many people have got so many imagined harm, preconceived notions on bonking without ever doing it once. Mm-hmm. True. How could you possibly know if you've never done it before? How would you ever know? Your dog is going to go into a massive fear state. Well, let's scale it. Your dog's biting your kid. Mm-hmm. Do we really care? I mean, that's a good discussion to have. Do I really care? If my dog wants to bite my child and I say no when I bonk the dog and the dog all of a sudden looks afraid, am I really that concerned? This will be taken out and put into a sound clip, guys, just for, I say stuff specifically just for all the haters out there to like capture and then put into the, put into your little reel there that you like to spread around the internet. So you think that you got me, but it's actually the other way around. I got you. So it's like, Like, I really don't care that my dog is afraid if it doesn't bite my kid if I stopped it in the moment. And then eventually, it all evens out. Mm -hmm. But I think everybody's afraid to have their dog be afraid. But meanwhile, Gemini dogs are, we're working with a dog right now that came in afraid. 
Like very. We had nothing to do with it. Also bites people. It also bites people. So it's like we had nothing to do with it. Mm. So maybe the dog should be afraid to bite my kid. And that, you know what a lot of people will say though? Oh, the kid must have done something. Right. Okay. So my nephew comes over my house. The dog's never met it before. My nephew walks in the front door and it bites. It runs up to my nephew and bites him. Yep. It's my nephew's fault. It's always everybody else's fault, but the dog's. It's never the dog's fault. That's what blows my mind. Like dogs can do no wrong. Next. Sandra said, get your Netflix series. Oh God, no. No, 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 no. Right here, I've got the YouTube series. So I wouldn't be on I wouldn't be on any major network at all because I understand the politics behind it. And no, no, nobody has the balls to deal with the cancel culture. They don't. They say they will, but they don't. When you've got these large corporations bending to the woke mob, which is disgusting that a large corporation would do that. I'm not interested in being, I'd rather just come up with my own YouTube series. Next. Linda, I learned about how to punish with the no bonker about 25 years ago. It was based <laughs> on the fact that dogs dislike objects flying at them. Yep. And the roll towel was a safe object. This should not be a hard concept. I'm not a trainer. <laughs> you are oh, common the sense. nail on the head. So 25 years ago, you learned this stuff. Yep. This has been going on for a long time. Our grandmas and our moms did it. Our great grannies this did is, it. This has been going on for a long time. A long time. Anybody? Why? Do you realize that 30 something years ago, there was no such thing as a pet dog trainer? People didn't no. need pet dog trainers. Mm -mm. They just didn't need them. Why? Because people had common sense and they didn't humanize dogs. No, I didn't. There was also better breeding. Also, we didn't try to keep every dog alive that shouldn't be alive. Next. Um, Renee said, LOL. DC, Casey. Uh, shit, I just got bombed. Real quick. Best affordable e-collar for a nine-month-old rescued 45-pound blue tick coonhound, preferably in the $150 range. Um, you go up to 180 and you can get yourself a mini educator from e-collar technologies. Next. Um, Shakita, my three-year-old Pipple is super fearful. Every morning when I wake up and get dressed, he starts crying uncontrollably and on walks, he's very reactive to any dog or person in sight. Training, no change. So the training wasn't the right training, but the, that response that you, that you're getting first thing in the morning might be excitement, might not yeah. be fear-based. The training for the reactivity, you, when you say training, I need to know what kind of training you did. Was it like someone tried to redirect it? That doesn't work. So did you learn how to, number one, properly walk the dog with no distractions? Number two, did you learn how to recognize what loading is? Number three, did you learn how to apply a punisher for something that's not acceptable? And did you learn the proper timing? Next. Mary, just got an Akita puppy, 10 weeks old. I've been creating her on a schedule since day one. But she has separation anxiety as soon as I'm out of sight, does not listen to bonking at all. So the dog is 10 weeks old. You're going to be going through a living hell for a while. Mm -hmm. So 
what you'll do is you'll say no and then bonk. You can also shake the crate. You can also tip the crate. You can also use a water bottle. All the things that you can do, all the things that people say don't do because the dog will have a negative association with the crate. Those are things you can do. Next. Molly, four-month lab mix puppy is very nervous of strangers, specifically on walks. He barks as soon as he sees a person. Typically not as nervous if we were to pass by the same person again later on. Barks when meeting a new family member or friend, but warms up to them within an hour and openly accepts pets and belly rubs. Working on rewarding him only when he sees someone but does not react, which has previously gone well. But lately, he seems to bark immediately when seeing someone. Right, because he's getting older. He's 16 weeks old now. That's where you have to learn how to correct. And what did she say? She started out with the dog is fearful, right? Dog, dog might not be yeah. fearful. Dog might just be excited. Dog's also finding his... He's only four months old, too. He's finding his voice. Yeah, next. Debbie, I have a male Eskimo that started marking when introduced to another male. I cannot get him to stop. How can I correct him? You can... What you what by applying a punisher so no remote collar no bonk next um craig hi from the uk my 12 month old american bully prowls and jumps on other dogs and i'm walking him how can i stop this please thank you both number one how long is the leash that he's got on so number two the first sign of that behavior which is the crawling 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 oh yeah so he's hunting, So, which could be play as well, by the way. Um, so you stop that. So teach a dog a proper proper leash walk. So a proper leash walk is, you know, at your side, you know, no sniffing, no marking, no no prowling for dogs. Um, and then recognize uh, loading, and then you'd correct for loading. Next. Renee, I saw another dog on dog attack video. They couldn't pry the dog's mouth open. What about a mini taser? Yeah, I mean, you can also use a bite stick. You can also choke out the dog. The best, the, the quick, well, the quickest way is uh, if you're, if you know how to use a bite. Jesus Christ, I someone's fucking. No. It's, it's so bad. It's definitely coming from your camp. Bullshit. No, it's got to be my dog. Your dogs are over here too. One of them is. Ugh. It's always my dogs. Your I'm dogs. I'm literally going to hurl. Your, your dogs are perfect. Yep. Okay. Um, so, you know, a bite stick but most people don't have access to one. So literally choking the dog out. That's how you start. That's how you get the dog to let go. It's like breathe or bite dog. Usually some dogs will take, keep biting. Next. Trevor dog recently snapped with little to no warning signs. Usually I have a five second window to react and punish because I know where his brain is going. Do I continue the same pattern with just, just with a muzzle? Yeah, but there's always a sign. The dog probably could be loading. You usually see it in the eyes, which is hard to tell when you're, you know, when the dog's walking next to you. But um, you can usually see from the body. There's a body change, a body stiff, stiffness. There's a breathing change. There's an energy change in the dog. The ears might go up. There's always a sign. And then your corrections are might not be just firm enough. Next. Sawblade Entertainment. We use food to teach Juana behavior growing up, but never to stop leash pulling. Tried positive only since I saw it online for a bit with my roommate's dogs. Huge fail. Unfortunately, reward-based training is designed for one thing. Positive reinforcement is designed for one thing, for reinforcing positive behaviors. It's in the title. Like it's literally in the title. Reinforcing positive or wanted behaviors. I don't want pulling. Why would I use a reward-based system? to stop it. 
in order to stop an unwanted behavior, you need to learn how to apply a punisher. It's documented, number one. If anybody wants to be like, well, where's the scientific journal? I'm like, well, it's out there. You can look for it. Okay, it actually, show, it actually says that it's actually the most effective way to stop an unwanted behavior. But also, there's factual evidence from thousands and thousands and thousands of dog trainers as well as owners who actually do it. Next. Thomas said, hashtag respect. Thank you, Thomas. Best behaved pups dog training. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Surprised to find you on at this time of the evening. It was a nice surprise. Headed to the beach for private training, and it was very nice to listen. Thanks. Yeah, we're um, we're on earlier now. We're on earlier. We're trying to get on at five. Yeah. Next. Renee said, flattened Amazon Amazon box, my bonker. Just be careful, Renee, because the dog can get an eye injury. Next. Shakita said, Petco. I don't know what that means. That's where she got her dog trained. That's not working. So unfortunately, you know, historically, the big box, what was the behavioral issues? Oh, you're not going to stop that there. I'm sorry. This is nothing against the brand other than they're hypocritical and they treat people like shit that use remote collars and prong collars. Sorry. And they sell them. So No, they don't. They took them off the shelves. Oh, oh they, they took them off the shelves, right. So unfortunately and unfortunately you know you're going to learn some good basics um and you could get some good socialization for your puppy but stopping an unwanted behavior no it's not going to happen next vicky do you have a video on the place command i've never heard of that one i'll be new sit stay down off leave it but is very afraid of unpredictable things like kids yes place command we've got many many videos Hold on, there's more she said oops too quick to send he also loves other dogs, but greets them, hackles up, barking like mad. I got a dog trot e-collar, so I'm hoping to correct that. He's two-year-old Border Collie Lab GSD. Yes, so th that's over arousal, over arousal with dogs. So, but as far as the place command, that's standard. That's our in our standard family of training. It's probably one of the best household commands that there is. Next. AXB, any e-collar with vibrate recommendations for a Maltese? Um, I mean, most collars have vibrate to them. Um, we just don't use vibrate. Vibrate sounds nice and friendly where shock doesn't, but you can get a lot of a lot of dogs are um, freak out on vibrate. Next. Allie, hello from Australia. Poppets? Doggy dog? Is that like a, a pet name? Puppets in Australia? I don't know yet. What's I'm like, it? are you insulting us or do you like us? I don't know yet. Hello from Australia, Puppets. Doggy doors, any thoughts for owners who can't get their dogs to use them? Um, pull them out. Put a leash on them and pull them out. Show them how to use it. Show them how to use it. You can also use a click and reward system once they're successful. Next. Vicky, I already read that. Um, Ronene? Ron I don't know how to say this name. I'm going to go with Ronene. Okay. Or Ronin. Ronin. Hi, guys. As an owner of Very Well Obedient, I'm so sorry if I botched your name. I'm just, I don't know. I'm like 50 50. That's like people when they see my name, they're like, is it Joel or is it Joel? Well, as soon as they see you, and they're hopefully. like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. No, I get called Joel all the time. Hi, guys. You get called Jolie a lot. Yeah, Jolene. Yep. They just add an N in there. Yep. Hi guys, as an owner of a very well obedient pit who has done all my own training, I find there are trainers there out there who need to be trained, not you guys, however. 
Well, I think there's it goes it goes along the spectrum. It goes along the spectrum. Also, I think it's important that people look for trainers that are in their category of what they're looking to do. Yeah. So I mean, like it's like it's called your scope of practice, right? right. So like when I got certified to be a personal trainer, it's like you're a personal trainer. You're not a medical doctor. Right. Like stay within your scope of practice. Right. Right. So if you only know how to teach basic obedience, don't give advice on behavior rehabbing mod. aggression. So don't give advice on behavior mod. Right. It's right. not the same. Right. Right. And then also Just it's like, like podiatrists aren't like, Hey, I can be your cardiac surgeon. Right. Exactly. No, no, it's not the no. same. And a, and a, you know, a foot doctor shouldn't be a dentist because then you'll end up with a foot in your mouth next. It's such a dad joke. Oh, Mary. Um, haha, I'm already feeling the hell. I've had my Akita puppy since she was eight weeks old. I've raised puppies before, but she's a whole other level with stubbornness. Thank you and love you guys. Well, just to let you know, you're the one that got the Akita. So Akitas are, um, they can be intense. They can be intense. Next. Um, T. Lonan, any ideas to stop the crocodile roll after correction on the leash? He just throws tantrums yeah. when he can't do what he wants, even does it with the trainers. So hold them up. Don't hoist them up off all fours, but just like you can, you can bonk crocodile rolls. You can hold the dog up off the ground. Next. Um, Megan, looking forward to our 30 minute virtual session on Saturday. Oh, awesome. Yeah, me too. I'm jam packed with those every day. Uh, Renee said, I only did it once. Okay. Then how the hell do you got three kids next? Demetrius, my dog randomly just breaks stay command and will dart off suddenly. Any suggestions to stop this? I use e-collar, but he will still dart right, off. Right, because the dog doesn't know what the e-collar means. Keep him on a leash. And um, uh, the dog obviously doesn't know stay really well. So the dog needs to be on a leash. But the concept that your dog breaks command and is not on a leash and use the remote collar, it's going to make your dog run away from you. Because the dog's going to be trained on the remote collar as well. Next. Ronene said Ronene was right. Oh, see, she just went, oh my God, why did I second guess myself? Next. Trevor, is it better to call an out command when a dog is gets into his, I'm about to bite this person, or just punish that behavior? Um, punish the behavior. Yeah, don't yeah. use obedience. Yeah. Ali said, puppets is a term of endearment. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I thought so. But I just don't know. I don't know like, many Aussies. Hey, hey, puppets. Hey, puppets. Sup, puppets. Are you gonna start using, <laughs> I'm going to start saying, start saying I'm going to walk into work tomorrow, literally, and be like, sup, puppets? No, I'll be like. Renee said, I only have one kid. I know. Not three. I know. Cut the shit. I know. That's it right now. That's it? Mm-hmm. So, you didn't go any many rants tonight. You've been threatening to hit me if I do. It's true. That's why. It's true. We have a leash reactivity class coming up on the 19th. Looking forward to that. That's going to be a good one. I thought it was the 8th for some reason, but that mm. doesn't even make sense because the 8th would be like a Wednesday or something. Yeah, it's the 19th. I thought it was sooner. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's sooner though. So, next Thomas said, let us know, Jeff, when you get the German Shepherd you're looking for. We'll be interesting in hearing of your journey. Yeah. Yep. 
definitely looking. I'm in no rush. Yeah. I'm in no rush. But that's that's usually how you get a dog. Don't be in a rush. Yeah. Smart. The right dog. I was offered that German Shepherd that I want four years ago. I was offered one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But maybe not four years ago. Maybe it's been three years there ago. There was three because that was one of the first seminars I did with you. Yeah. but It's a good dog. You I, weren't looking then. I wasn't looking then. I had, I had I had more dogs then too. Mm -hmm. A couple of them have died of old age since then. So, Sawblade Entertainment. What's your favorite thing to train? Mm. My favorite category is stopping unwanted behaviors. I think my favorite thing to train is probably stopping resource guarding. Mm. I think that's my favorite thing. That's 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 off of an object, but also off of people, because dogs resource guard people. So I think, many dogs do it. I people think I get just the, get such bullshit answers. Yeah, I think I think I get the most satisfaction. The most satisfaction, which would probably make it my favorite thing, is from the out command. Yeah. And stopping, stopping, stop because number one, that dogs are put down for that. Dogs are killed for that. Mm-hmm. Dogs are turned in shelters for that. And I get it. I mean, if your dog is biting you over a lot of things, or we have dogs that resource guard their owners that like, they literally, you can't hug your spouse. Like you literally cannot hug your spouse or yeah. your, or your part or your, or your dog will bite you. Like these are the dogs we get in here. So that's why when people are like bonking is cruel, I'm like, you do realize that this dog is keeping my spouse from hugging me or my spouse will get bit. Don't we have a dog coming in that's put its owner in the hospital like five times? Yes. Six times. Yeah. They called us from the hospital. It's coming in on the 5th of July. It's like, these are the dogs we deal with. Yes. And really? rehabilitate. Yes. Yes. That's why when people are like, bonking is cruel. It's like, this dog has put its owner in the hospital six times. And you're trying to tell me that using a cotton towel. And I'm sorry. Why am I talking about bonking so much? Because we're getting so much pushback on it. And yeah. I'm going to double down and say, fuck you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say loud and proud. Like so many companies would apologize. And if Jordan Peterson has taught me one thing, you never apologize for anything you did not do wrong. Ever. And it is incredible that there are dogs that we work with, with like, like there's a dog that literally has put its owner in the hospital six times and people have a hard time with a cotton towel. I just don't grasp the, 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 the level of rational. I don't even want to insult anybody by saying intelligence, but it's like, it is it, is it intelligence? Is it common sense? Like, what is it? I think it's just like human emotion. It's just taking over. Like there's no. But it's like human emotion. Rationalizing like, it anymore. Do, do, like just like 
this dog is i'm surprised the dog is still gonna be alive but people view the dogs as like bait like innocent babies that put its owner in the i know i but you're thinking rationally all right, like, we have more questions. Like, what innocent baby puts its owner in the hospital? Christina, my dog growls when he's eating and someone else enters the room, but he leaves his bowl. So I don't think he's resource guarding if he's leaving his bowl, but his <sighs> hair goes up and he walks away from the situation. Not sure what to do. No, it can be resource guarding. Guys, resource guarding is not just food. It can be a food bowl. Okay, a dog can resource guard a blade of grass. A dog can resource guard a... Light, so like literally light coming in the window, and there's a spot, which is so it's not a, actually an object. Yeah, it's actually not a material object. Mm -hmm. I guess somebody like might say, well, it's actually like it's got there's it's fragments of light. It's fragments of light, and fragments of light have got atoms in it, so therefore it's the same as like a fucking embryo. You know, <sighs> so if the light stays there for nine months, it, a baby shows up. You know, so I mean. I think people have to understand that that like dogs can guard anything they deem valuable. Next. Um Yulia LOL sounds like a typical man. Laugh my ass off. Just kidding. What? I don't know what that's about. Oh. I don't know. Vincesa. Oh my gosh, it's Vincesa. That's oh, wow. one of my clients. Long time. Hi guys. I'm still loving Joelle's Patreon fitness channel. Props right. to Joelle. You're kicking ass. I'm super proud of you. Um, I have a question regarding my 19-month-old Corso and his dominant behavior while playing with other dogs. He wants to mount them after Ooh. a few minutes. Is it okay to correct with e-collar during play, and do I use it at a lower or higher level? So make sure the dog's been corrected before on the remote collar. I would use that at a high level, me personally. Next. Jennifer, Joelle said, I love training that kind of dog when I handed off my dog in Portland. So I'd say you enjoy challenges if I had to guess. Hers is that black shepherd that went after you like 85 times. Oh, that's why she likes it. Yeah. It's she, fun to rehab them. The process, not so much getting beat up daily, but the outcome. I think. It's the, it's the satisfaction I, I, of knowing like you gave the dog a chance. I think when there's so, we've worked with so many dogs. I mean, 20 years of dog training, you know, I've had my hands on a lot of dogs. And, and when we do these seminars now, and you grab a dog, like you with bad Nothing behavior. Nothing surprises us. But but not only that, you you know where you know how this is going to end up. Yeah. Like successfully, mm -hmm. like you can tell. Like you can tell within the first couple of seconds. Usually, oh, I know where this is going to go. I know that this will work. You know, and then there's other ones. There's like, I know this is going to be a struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it's really interesting. Um, Julie said, sweet, love you, love that you listen to JP. Yeah, a lot of people don't like him, but they've got to listen. I love him. But you have to listen to the, not the. So glad he's back. Not the edited stuff. You have to listen to the full length interviews. Next. Jack said, I'm sorry, but if my dog put me in the hospital, I would use more than a cotton towel. Thank you, Jack. I agree. You have common sense, That's because you have common sense. Jessica said, how old should a puppy be before introducing a prong to walks to teach it not to pull? Um, I think some of it's also breed. I mean, there's 12-week-old German Shepherds, Rottweilers, Corsos that are like, well, it's time. Usually 14 or 16 weeks old. But you can start teaching them not to pull even before a prong. With just leash pressure. Do a little 180s. Yep. Dog goes that way, you go the other way. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think? You're going to drag me down the street, just, puppy? Just, just a little slip lead. Yep. Yeah. Just a little slip lead. Yep. Um, Vincenzo said, thanks guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Renee said, I love JP. Yes. 
Jessica, oh no, I skipped her, Liz, about to get a puppy, what training command should I start with? Um, you can start with actually all of them. All It's all, take the dog's daily food, put it in a bowl. That's how you're going to feed the dog each day. And you're going to start with sit, tons of recall, down, place, kennel up, all those. Next. Mm, Jessica said golden doodle. Mm, oh, it's a golden doodle puppy. Oh, got it. Um, doesn't, the, the breed of dog doesn't yeah. matter when it comes to training. Diane, our female German Shepherd Malinois goes to bed when hubby does. I sit up later. When I walk in the room, she snarls and lunges at me. I try not to show fear. What can we do? The perfect example. Number one, crate your dog. Number two, remote cow on your dog. Number three, your dog is recognized that your dog is guarding. It's a great example. Your dog is guarding. Everything okay? <laughs> okay. Your dog is guarding. Um, when did you start wearing your watch again? Um, I kind of regret it now. I took a month off of not wearing it. I thought it was longer than that. It seemed like it was literally long. it was driving me. I know. Insane. But here you are. And here it is. But that was a funny meme Jeffrey sent to me. Oh, great. <laughs> you just want to have a go and have a private conversation with Jeffrey now? I like it just it haunts me, this watch. Then I'm gonna why do stop you, wearing then, it. Then why do you wear it? Honestly, just to track my workouts, but even that drives me nuts sometimes. So um the dog should be out of the bedroom in a crate but also you have to address the issue. So number one, no high level correction. That's literally, we get dogs like that, that would not just growl and bark, but they would have lunged and bit you by now. Those are the dogs we well, get. Well, it does say she snarls and lunges. So that's right. like a safety issue. Like, I don't want her to walk in and correct the dog and then have it. No, like, no, 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 no. There's a protocol. Dog yeah. should be on a time. I, I would put the dog in a crate. It shouldn't be in the bedroom. Shouldn't be in the period. bedroom. Period. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Dog should be sleeping in a crate. All right. Thank you, guys. It's seven o'clock. It's time to go. Everybody have a fantastic week. And um, I will see some of you on my Zoom, my Zoom room, which I do every Tuesday. I, I shoot for 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, we'll see you every day on. Um, social media. I know Joelle's got some um, reels going up and some other stuff going up, which is really, really good. Yeah. So thank you all. Good night. Bye-bye.